David DeWalt has been CEO of FireEye for two years now. What have been the high and low points of his tenure? And what does he want his legacy to be when this job is done? Hi, this is Tom Field, Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm welcoming you to part three of an exclusive three-part interview with Dave DeWalt. In the first two parts, we talked about the evolution of FireEye and today's top threats, as well as how the security industry has evolved and what are emerging as top concerns for 2015. We pick up the conversation talking with Dave about his tenure as CEO of FireEye. Dave, you've been at the helm of FireEye for nearly two years now. What would you say have been the high points of your FireEye experience? You know, it's probably a few of them. Um, you know, number one, I believe my high points uh, and why, you know, I'm here as a CEO and many times is my fiduciary responsibility as shareholders. And, uh, you know, one of the high points was helping our shareholders, you know, quite honestly make billions of dollars of profit uh, related to our IPO. Uh, our venture capitalists have done very well with their initial investments in FireEye. I'm excited for them. I'm excited for the employees of the company to create wealth for them and for our for our shareholder venture partners. Our job has turned a little bit now to help our public shareholders make money too. But uh, when you look at the high points, you say, hmm, we've gone from a, a company that was worth around $300 million of value when I started to a company who reached a high of $16 billion in value uh, and now to a company who's settled in at, at $5 billion or so in enterprise value. And, you know, that's returned a lot of wealth to a lot of companies. So that's that's number one. I think number two, um, a high point has been the innovation that this company has created. Um, it's very rewarding to see this company in action when it comes to finding bad guys and detecting threats. The technology is, is just amazing. Uh, the founder of the company, Ashar Aziz, all the hard work he put in to the company, six years without any customers and revenue, the patience and and perseverance to build the company. The same with Kevin Mandia, you know, nine years of building an operation to watch the rewards for both Kevin and Ashar see their technology and their efforts help customers in the way that we've been able to do it is a huge high point for, for me and I think something that, um, you know, I continue to uh, be emotionally attached to. So. There's been a lot of them, the IPO, the secondary we've done, the Mandian acquisition, the growth that we've had, and uh, providing a good culture here to be, a, to be a leader in security. Flip side of that, what would you say have been the low points? I think the low points oftentimes are the stresses of being a public company. Along with being uh, a public officer comes both the, uh, the good and sort of the criticism, and so you know, we, uh, we have a mission of doing good things for our clients, but sometimes the criticism of, you know, why isn't your stock price higher or, you know, why did the stock go down and, you know, all those public company types of reporting and auditing that goes on. I wouldn't say they're a low point necessarily. They come with the job, and I've been a CEO of a public company for many, many years. But, you know, those are the things that if you're a CEO, you, you would like to have you know, not in your world if you could have it, but, you know, they are they are par for the course, and, uh, you know, the low points sometimes are all the, the public critics that are out there on the share price and the stock value and, you know, things like that that go on with the company, but there hasn't been too many. The company's been very successful. When you look at the threat landscape, Dave, what are the threats that concern you the most today? 
nation state actors, particularly new emerging nation state actors, worry me the most. We tend to have the mature superpowers have a little more discipline with their attacking, meaning that they may be trying to have commercial advantages to help their own economic interests, but they won't try to bring the lights off. They won't try to disrupt companies and destroy infrastructure. When I look at the emerging threat landscape and I look at the nation states like Iran and Syria and North Korea and others that are now getting powerful cyber weapons in their hands, it worries me. If these threat actors continue to be as successful as they've been and continue to grow their expertise, our worries of kinetic types of activities uh, will lessen and the cyber activities will grow. And you know we're very vulnerable in America to these types of cyber attacks because of all the innovation that I mentioned. So I worry that a highly motivated political enemy of the United States could do tremendous damage. And we have to, to be there as a company and as a government to protect against those types of threats. It strikes me years ago we used to talk about individuals or organizations having a so-called dirty bomb and the, the damage they could cause with that. It strikes me that we're, we're sort of fearful of the same thing in the hands of, of cyber attackers. We are, Tom. And, you know, if you, you follow this, and I know you do, you know, the Iranians' Ajax security team has had success for bringing down denial of service activities on the largest banking infrastructure. These are very secure operations, you know, hours on end of denial of service, costing companies a lot of money, and we've now seen, you know, destructive worms, destructive Trojans deployed in architectures, wiping out data. And this is, you know, fairly small operations doing a lot of harm today. And as they grow in sophistication, you know, this is the this is the problem the world's going to face as we go into the next few years. Let's take a look ahead. Amidst all of the merger and acquisition activity we've seen this year, including your own organization, how do you see the security industry sort of consolidating and taking shape in 2015? Well, if you study security over the last years, as, as I have, you, you see kind of two cycles emerge, and what I call a best-of-breed cycle and a best-of-suite cycle. So when the threat is very, very high, you tend to see the best-of-breed products come out. And what does that mean? You see a lot of innovation. You see a lot of new disruptive technology coming out of security vendors. And for the last couple of years, we've seen the threat landscape be very, very high and customers are very upset with the old model because it's not working and they need new innovation to go. Um, sometime back in the, in the mid-2000s um, here, we watched the threat landscape level off for a little while, and as a result, you watched the big security vendors kind of get bigger, and they sold entire platforms, McAfee, Symantec, Cisco, HP, others, and these cycles go through waves typically as the threat changes. So as you look to the next few years, the real question is, is the threat landscape going to continue to elevate? If it does, you'll see newer companies emerging as the uh, premium companies in the world. Uh, if the threat landscape abates and, say, U.S., China, and Russia come up with a cyber peace treaty, perhaps you would see you know, single vendors or a couple vendors become the big dominant vendors in the market, and then you'll see more consolidation, more acquisition probably occur because they have stronger balance sheets to do it. 
I tend to think it's the former, which is the threat landscape continues to be very elevated, very aggressive, and you end up seeing, you know, new emerging technologies continue to grow. And as a result, you know, the venture capital-backed companies that you probably have never heard of, you'll hear more and more of as the threat landscape continues and creates a very dynamic environment. So, Dave, you've had the opportunity to head up a couple of major information security organizations. You've really taken them to the top. As a leader in this industry, what do you want your legacy to be? You know, my legacy would be to uh, create the most important security company in the world. My legacy would be to create the most valuable security company in the world, both from a shareholder point of view as well as from a customer trust point of view. I tried to do that with McAfee and, you know, to some extent did that. Um, and I try to do that with FireEye. So, you know, clearly I want to I build something important for the world. I want to create a strong value for our, for our products in the world, and uh, hopefully our shareholders make, uh, make money as we create both of those. Dave, well said. I appreciate your time and your insight today. Thank you very much. Thank you, Tom. The topic has been the future of threat protection. I've been talking to David DeWalt, Chairman of the Board and CEO with FireEye. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.